We in. <laughs> we in? We in. We in. We in the zone. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Uh, hopefully everybody is nice and snug at home and safe and sound and far away from any uh, life-threatening viruses. If you are hearing this, you are joining us right here. We are your friend's podcast. I am your host, Alvaro Cruz, Chilean Storm, joined as always with his brothers in art, Toby Medeiros, and the lovely and wonderful and beautiful Mad Sketch. Bitch! What? Did you just? <laughs> Was this? He you needed just. this. He needed. He needs this victory. <laughs> mm-hmm. Give him the victory, mm-hmm. Toby. Give it to him, <laughs> please. Just, 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 just let him have this. Uh-huh. Let him Hello, have everybody. this. Mm-hmm. Come on, sketch. How we doing, baby? What's going on, folks? Um, doing okay. Doing okay. okay. Hey. <laughs> These like last couple of minutes, it just like, just like changed my whole <laughs> mood. So I'm gonna try to turn it around in the mid in the middle of a podcast we will turn we will turn this ship around don't you worry sketch uh feeling ain't... like john walker am i right <laughs> okay okay never mind okay hey, uh no spoilers i'm uh, i'm waiting to uh wrap that show up uh but apparently it's only going to be six episodes really uh, six if i'm correct yeah right? right like i thought it was going to be it? the whole 10 but uh yeah, apparently it's only gonna be six. So it's so like it's close. Oh, it's know. almost done. Then. Well, these episodes yeah. are are longer anyway, right? They're like an hour each. Yeah. yeah. Whereas like the one division were okay. half an hour. So that means like next week is the last episode. Yeah. Yeah, right? but um, are you guys watching Invincible? Because that that that's awesome. I haven't uh, started that yet. It, I've only watched like three great. episodes of. Yeah. It's I I love it, but I mean, it's uh over the top, ultraviolet comic book stuff so mm-hmm. and that's, why that's he kind of my it. wheelhouse in a way <laughs> of course one of my one of my wheelhouses i thought cute I like a lot of things were your, storm your is a paradox house. you know that's the thing both but why not both toby <laughs> why not both <laughs> why not both <laughs> eh why not have uh, all of it yeah <laughs> yeah you know that i think about it like I, I don't really um i don't really like tie myself down to one rock Per se, right? Like uh, I'm kind of you're not, scattered you're not, all over or the place no in terms of what I like. I don't know, but but like, why, or, why tie yourself down? Like I remember high school, it was like, oh yeah, I listened to rock music, only things with guitars. Err, but it was like, no, that's dumb, man. Hip hop's awesome. Uh, there's great pop music, uh, classical music. Yeah, it uh, depends uh, though what you're awesome. talking about. If you can, yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess. <laughs> Do you guys uh? How do you guys feel about your flavors? Do you guys tie yourselves down to it, or you just go all over the place? Well, if it's like flavors, no, it doesn't matter. Like it's all you can, whatever you can have, you can have. I guess I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I listen yeah. to everything. So yeah, yeah. pretty pretty yeah. much same except yeah. for bluegrass. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Toby. Oh, right, Toby. We have oh. to, we have to get this out of the way. All right. What? I thought we already Why? did. Kind of. Wait, didn't we talk about this already? Did, did we? Did we talk about this here though? Didn't we That's have like a thing. whole episode about this? I did. I don't remember I don't if remember. it was on episode. I, I, I remember that, that I did say I don't like bluegrass on the podcast before, but I don't know if I went into detail. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I oh. don't know. But like, uh, I don't know if this was like our YouTube days and we talked about this, but I guess it's not. <laughs> <laughs> We've who, had so many who, different phases. Who hurt you, Toby? Who hurt you? <laughs> I don't want to talk about him, hate. okay? <laughs> You're like a guy that hit like backstage hit you with a banjo or something. <laughs> you know, listen. <laughs> I don't know. It's just not my rag, man. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Rag. Yeah. (laughs) Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, I there are certain kinds of country I dig. Um, definitely mm, more on yeah. the like alternative rock and roll countryside. And right. I do like bluesy country. Like, I like blues mm-hmm. and shit. Um, mm-hmm. like there's just. <clears throat> I don't know. There's this point where country crosses over into bluegrass that I'm not a fan of. No, you like blues no, until no. it grows some grass and then yeah. you see a blade of grass. Yeah, I like, like the blue. <gasps> I don't like the grass. <laughs> you ever tried eating grass? It's not pleasant. You'd rather I mean, I smoke, smoke it, it, but like. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. No. Did, did you guys ever do that, that as a makes kid? makes sense. Like, what? not smoke grass, smoke but like try to eat literally grass, gra- like little grass. I've Ooh. lit it. Um, I've like plucked it rolled it and lit it and then it just didn't look like you could actually do that and i was like no i'm not stupid so i'm not gonna do it no you know what there was a phase when i was little uh-huh. that i used to eat i think uh clovers oh yeah because I think they were kind of salty that. yeah they were salty Maybe, right yeah. like yeah. that yeah, was a thing so lucky yeah because like I, I i can't remember what the hell in like possessed me to be like green leaf clover this is like a lucky charm <laughs> eat it but like <laughs> i don't know it, was, it, it had a salty uh taste to it and i was like hey yeah pretty good and yeah and for whatever reason i'd eat clovers as a child it was uh i mean it's weird uh, like i used to feed like i used, i noticed that the horses that my aunt owned loved yeah. clovers like they would eat patches of grass that had more clovers on them so i'm like oh it must be good if the horses uh, like them the horses like carrots and apples, and those are good. Um, yeah. The horses are wrong. <laughs> hey. Well, they also have different stomachs. And yeah. The... Yeah. Hay and oats are also not good. Uh, mm. I tried those too as a child. <laughs> Did you have to blend it first, or was it just like you just shoved it oh, in? Oh, no, no, no. Um, I, I mean... You would like mix Although them, it makes you like you'd mix the oats before mm-hmm. you fed them to the horse. So like, we yeah. would have like the horse feed, and it would be mixed with like corn and like oats and oh. some other thing. I forget what else is in there, but it was like almost like this dark, sticky, oaty, corny glob that we would give them. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and it was mostly like the race horses that she bordered that we would feed it to. So it was like that the fancy horse feed. Uh, and I tried it because I'm like, nice. you know what? It can't be that bad. I mean, it's like oats and like some weird <laughs> shit and and like corn. It is that bad. It is that bad. Whoa. Uh, yeah, horse, but, but, horses. But see, uh-uh. Toby, you, you see what we're doing here is we're getting ready for the apocalypse, you know? When shit uh-huh. hits the fan, we got to eat anything. Clovers, gotta, hay, and oats. You got to get the like... chewing on the on the hay. Yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're, we're, we're uh, hay, girl, hay. <laughs> we're, we're pre-planning <laughs> the, uh, the apocalypse. What's that called again? That ideology of... Uh... Uh, doom, doom, doom day prepping or something? Preppers? Yeah, but there's oh, a whole um... like... There's a whole like Preppers, uh, yeah. subculture of it that they're like counting on it though, right? And oh yeah, it seems weird, right? Like that's kind of it's kind of weird, like betting right? on the end of the world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know because like if you're wrong, are you gonna feel sad about it because you wasted well, thousands you're... of dollars on? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like the guy. It's like it's like the the YK Y2K person. Yeah. Who like swore that it was gonna be like horrible and made like a bomb shelter and like the whole thing, mm-hmm. and he felt stupid after. But also, I think he said something like he didn't regret it or something because then it, like, 
kind of informed everybody that like i don't know he like made some kind of dumbass excuse and i'm like no you feel pretty stupid come on yeah, think no. about it it's dumb. <laughs> um dumb. <laughs> like if i had the money i mean like i think it'd be kind of cool to have like a little bunker just for fun <clears throat> just for fun just but, for like fun. <laughs> you know. would you would you use it on the weekend yeah just, fuck yeah just, just for shits yeah, yeah man if you don't like think that i'm not gonna go occasion. down there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is my masturbatorium <laughs> Um. <laughs> oh, 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 oh amazing <laughs> yeah no, like just no disturbance nothing oh yeah. man just go in not there. even a bomb can disturb you yeah. good lord um but good yeah no lord. like i would totally go down there you know uh do my hrt shot and pretend that it's the zombie apocalypse and i have to like inject myself with the cure <laughs> and feel really cool and these are the things that i think in my mind because i'm a five-year-old <laughs> And everything mm-hmm. is a game of pretend for me, apparently. <laughs> like a I mean, y- y- you know what? Nowadays, I think games of pretend is what we need most. Um, yeah. And, and if that includes video games, TV shows, comic books, or whatever kind of media, or maybe a podcast or two. Hey. Hink, hink, wink. Uh, uh. Uh, but whatever that includes nowadays, I think we need that kind of magic in our lives right now. Um you know, it, it. I think it's the best way to try to make sense of what's going on right now, right? By the way, I, sp- I spent like thirty dollars on like advertising on Instagram for where your friends. Oh, no. I don't know if oh. it actually did anything. You did? <laughs> yeah, oh. I don't know if it did anything though. I was just curious. I was like, I wonder if this thing actually works, and so I can just try hey, it. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. If you are a new listener from Instagram. Hey, can you tell us if it was like yeah. from Instagram? Yeah, That'd shoot, be, shoot, help us me a, out. shoot us a DM or join us on our uh, Discord or uh, give it, uh, shoot us an email as well, you know? Uh, Podcasts. They're yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Just, just let us know that uh, yeah. Matt Sketch <laughs> uh, sent you, you know, that it worked. Yes. You know? So. Yeah. Yes. I want to know. I'm just curious because I'm like, I'm like trying all kinds of weird stuff to see if this is actually like something. <laughs> you gotta see, gotta gotta see what works, right? I mean, that, that, yeah, yeah, that makes sense yeah. to me. That totally makes sense for me. Uh, well, we are ten minutes in. Um, should we just go straight to our topics and basically walk you guys through what we're gonna be doing here today? We're doing a three-on-three uh, subject discussion. Basically, we each. Yes, <laughs> so uh, we're we're each bringing right, to the table a, uh, a topic. Uh, something art related and sometimes something potentially not art related maybe we'll see spoilers <sighs> at the end you know oh we'll see how that works uh, here we but go but yeah yeah we'll uh we'll start it off with uh toby toby Hi. what you got for us this uh this three on three what, what you got to the table well today for you i have dr seuss uh but i'm not talking Ooh. about like the, are are you, know, you bringing up racist Dr. Seuss? No, racist Dr. Seuss, can, no. it can go where it belongs, which is in the garbage. Um, yes. So, yes. especially when there's so much out there that's fucking awesome that you can focus on from Dr. Seuss, that rather than the fucking Mulberry Street shit from, like, the 30s. Like, come on, man. Not to mention, they were, they were all, like, the like the least, the books no one gave a shit about it, in the first exactly. place. Exactly. No one gives a shit about you know? them. <laughs> Um, exactly yeah exactly no one's just like uh so i'm not gonna be talking about that though what i am gonna be talking about is his lesser known works um because 
by night, uh, pardon me, I just burped. <laughs> by night, uh, uh, Dr. Seuss was a surrealist painter. And... What? Uh, yeah. Hmm? What? <laughs> and, well, I mean, it, it makes sense. You, you look at his work, it's like, you're kind of like, yeah. Yeah. I, I can see it. And, and this work... Um, it was it was darker than what he normally did. Like it was still in his style, um, but it, it did darker a lot of... than darker than Cat in the Hat. Because like I, I've seen that movie and that shit traumatized me, man. That listen, we don't talk <laughs> about the Cat in the Hat movie around these parts. All right, I I think we should in a bit because That's like nothing to do with like actual thing though. Like, uh, no, no, I know. Yeah, but like that movie is fucking just yikes. It's horrifying. It's, just like, it's horrifying. Like uh, I've seen so many horror movies, and that left me more traumatized than most horror movies. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> but uh, not talking Great. about Cat in the Hat. <laughs> way to, and Mike way to steer us off the path. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, uh, I had to throw it in there. I had to. <laughs> he just had to, so... he just had to throw him off, huh? <laughs> So Dr. Seuss's, uh, they're called the Midnight Paintings. And Ooh, that's a cool name. Right? That's a series? Nice. Uh, yeah, it, it's a series of his paintings. Oh, and the reason why they're called that was because apparently um, when he would have trouble sleeping, this is what he would do. He created them mostly at night, uh, mm-hmm. usually in the middle of the night when he should have been sleeping. Uh, and wow. they, they deal with themes like loneliness and uh, they have some pol- oh. uh, like some political undertones um okay. there's a lot of paintings that deal with like inner turmoil um and it's it's very Damn. very interesting uh it's very different from his normal work but it still has a lot of characters like you look at it and you go oh yeah that's dr seuss because there's a fucking weird weasley characters that he's got and shit like that <laughs> like it's got like a signature style yeah yeah but mixed oh. with like some some very dark Adult. deep colors and right it's just, Holy cow. Yeah, it's weird. Um, but he also, along with this, some other of his lesser known work was he did taxidermy. What? Yeah, what? Dr. Seuss did taxidermy. Um, really? Yes. <laughs> Wait, before? Before or, or while doing this? Uh, pretty much throughout. I think it was throughout. I could be wrong on that, though. Um, hmm. I, I could be wrong. I think I it was that answers a lot of like the style. <laughs> I feel like wow. that like explains a lot of like why everything looked the way it looked. <laughs> yeah. Well, so here's the thing: was he did what he kind of called unorthodox taxidermy, where what? they look like his characters still. Oh my god! <laughs> yes. Uh, because so wait, they, like, they weren't no, actual. Richard? So he calls them taxidermy, but in reality. Which, which kind of makes it a little less fun. But they were sculptures made from paper mache and clay art, but he set them up to look like taxidermy. And oh. they're, uh, some of them are horrifying, I'm not going to lie. There's one of like a goldfish, I think. <laughs> and it just... It, it, oh my god. Ugh, like it looks like... I don't know if you guys remember the part in um, Hercules, uh, the Disney movie, where Hercules jumps into Hades' fucking... Uh, pit of souls. Oh, and he's he's losing his energy. Yeah, it kind of looks like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, mm. right. The his oh his, my God. his goldfish looks like Hercules in the fucking pit of souls. 
Jesus. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, Whoa. I always, so, to be honest with you, because, you know, it's very, it's not, um, I mean, I didn't grow up with Dr. Seuss. So, like, when I got here, they just started showing that in my face at, like, grade eight or whatever. <laughs> and, like, nine, you know, high school, like, these books existed. And I was like, what is that? <laughs> what the, the fuck? hell is wrong with those? So, like, to me, it, like, it kind of jumped to me as, like, it's so weird. But then also, like, I got here at, like, what, like, yeah, like, high school, and they're showing, like, Red and Stimpy, and I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> oh, dear. Like, what a weird oh, time. Like, the 90s was such a fucking weird time. They, they but, really, yeah, no. They really were. My really my were. In- my intro to, like, like cartoons and weird stuff was like, what is all this? Like, why do they all look so weird and oh creepy? God. Like, Wait, this so is you, adorable? You got, like, Beavis and Butthead, early Simpsons, mm-hmm. Red and Stimpy. Yeah. King of the Hill, Simpsons, as well, which kind of Simpsons, like though, I really love those Simpsons because yeah. like I watched that one in the Philippines. Actually, they actually banned it, so I couldn't watch it. So when I got here, <laughs> it was already like season three or oh. four or whatever, and I was like, "Oh, this is awesome! I can watch like Simpsons now." But like, and I just like watched so much of it. That first season, it it does look a bit raw, right? Oh, like, it's the, terrible. The yeah, yeah, it looks it looks hilarious. Yeah. But going back to Doctor Seuss, I was like seeing like those books and like libraries, and I was like. What is that? <laughs> but it had like an appeal. Like it had like it was kind of cute, but when you see some of like the monsterly looking things that I was like the smiles and I was like, Ugh, close the book. <laughs> <laughs> it always kind of bothered me. Yeah. But yeah. I mean his, Toby, his stuff, yeah. I, I was gonna ask, did you grow up with these? Like were these your books as a kid? I was actually about to say I I was yeah. never much of a Dr. Seuss person. Okay. Um but that was because my mom raised me on a different book series, and I've been looking for them for years, um, oh. but I can't remember Ooh. what it's called. But they were very, like, um, they're very strange. Uh, and you know what? Maybe our, our listeners can help me. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I there, can't man. find them. Uh, I don't remember the name, but it was a book series from the late 90s, early 2000s, probably, maybe a little bit earlier because we got them from the public library. So who the fuck knows? Mm-hmm. But they were um, about, I think he was an alien professor and he was like talking about humans and Earth. So they were like educational. Hmm. But he was like redescribing Earth and humans from like this alien point of view. Um, oh. And I remember them being very wow. strange. And that that was for kids. That was for kids, and it was it was super huh. super interesting. Um, and I, I wish I could find them again because I remember loving them as a child. Like I was okay on Doctor Seuss, like I liked them, but these books were my jam. Like I read oh. and reread them, and I God, they had such a weird title too. <laughs> I wish I could find them huh. again. Um, I didn't really read like children's books when I was a kid because we couldn't really afford it <laughs> but like in the philippines we, we didn't really didn't have books or anything like that i mean i guess my, my my brother older brother did but like it was like novels and stuff but like there was the one thing um my parents sold like or delivered newspaper uh, uh magazines to like rich people in the philippines or something like that that's what i remembered maybe it's different <laughs> but um they had like little little booklets or whatever of like garfield Mm-hmm. and i would like read garfield comic strips <laughs> until i got here and i went to the library and there was like a huge thick one and i just kept reading garfield for like so long but <laughs> that was like my i think like my children's book kind of thing <laughs> that's Very a good cool. one though 
Very I mean, cool, man. you know. Um, <laughs> hey, I was like, Mondays suck. Yeah, got <laughs> hey, it. So yeah, Mondays do suck. Toby, yes. um, what, what, where is, um, where Artie's works though for Doctor Seuss? Like, who it, does his family have them? Yes. Yeah, where do you find them? How do you? How does on? it um, like? How does it circulate? So his family does have ownership of them, and I do believe that they have collected them into a book. I think. Um, okay. And the okay. book is. Is it called... in the Smithsonian? Sorry. <laughs> is it in the Smithsonian? No, it should be. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's. I I believe it's collected in a book. I could be wrong. Uh, I'm sure oh. it is. It has to be. Um, yeah. But it's it's called the Secret Art of Doctor Seuss. Uh, I know okay. that I believe it's a touring collection. Um, Ooh, but okay. you can view Man. the collection oh, online. That would have been nice to see. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mm. Due to due to circumstances now, right? Like, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Um. Yeah. So so yeah. you can go uh, online at uh, drseussart.com and it is available there along with his collection of taxidermy. Um, Whoa. The only thing that you can't find on there uh, mm. is his uh, two adult books. What? <laughs> hold up. Hold up. Wait, whoa, what? whoa, whoa, whoa. Back up now. <laughs> Dr. Seuss has two adult books? Just when I thought it couldn't get weirder. Yeah, ladies, what? ladies and gentlemen, take my hand and follow me down the rabbit hole to the seven Lady Godivas. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, oh, boy. And you're only old once. Uh, <laughs> um, so the first one, uh, the first one, the seven Lady Godivas. Uh, I believe it's originally from 1939, and then it was Whoa. reprinted in 1987. And it's the retelling of the Lady Godiva legend, and it includes uh, nude mm. illustrations from some naked ladies. Uh, and it's it's still in his trademark style. <laughs> so, Whoa. so they look like Hoovians? They look like but they're like naked. They look like who's, but they're naked. Yeah, I, I, I also oh my not God. like they're they're like human who's because who's have fuzzy fuzz. Um, Whoa! And then the other one is you're only old once, which is like an old dude uh, as he goes through like a clinic, and that one was yeah. done in 1986 when he himself was an old dude. Um, and I was born. Whoa. Yeah, there you go. So he did adult books. <laughs> um, huh. Wow, he's like a well-rounded artist. Like he just like did everything. I mean, he de- yeah, he tried yeah, that's every pretty medium cool, man. and he adapted his style for each. Um, and that's crazy. I, I, I could be wrong, but I do believe his original ambition was to do adult illustrations. Uh, he did start off as a political cartoonist. I, mean, I think. Aren't aren't all of us? I mean, isn't that? that- Listen, isn't that all of us? Listen, <laughs> I mean, one of one of us is doing it already. Living the dream. <laughs> let, let me tell you about adult illustrations. Let me let me tell you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I think he he got his start as a political cartoonist. Um, he did a lot of like anti-fascist cartoons. Um, a lot of support for uh, the Democrats, I believe is what he did a lot of so when you're a, when for. you're a, so when you're a political cartoonist you do porn but if you're a politician you do sex trafficking yes cool yeah get it wow <laughs> That's the equivalent. and uh you have to well, use venmo for all of your transactions okay but wait wait a minute here like 
I think in, in a way, if if you're drawing just like nudes and stuff like that, I, I don't know. Like maybe this is old man Alvaro speaking here, but like I don't I don't see it as such a big deal, right? Like as as so long as you keep it out of like you know the, sure. the kids' eyes, but they're gonna find it anyway. I don't know. I, I guess I'm very laissez faire about uh, nudity in general. Alvaro, so like, whatever. You're talking yeah. to fellow artists. One of them is a porn yeah. artist. Yeah, I don't know what. You're, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Like you're, you're acting like we've never drawn anything like that too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Like we are the choir. And you are most of the us. people that we have, we yeah yeah. Because like most of the like people of, that like, we know actually have like drawn porn that. art. Just art. It's art. You know. No. Well, what I do is very specifically <laughs> porn art. There's no enough, way around right. that. Children should not think, look at what I do. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I think. I think. I think what you're trying to say is, like, they're all art, yes, but it's kind of like saying, like, you know, like, cartoon and comics. And, like, you're still classifying things. Uh, fair but enough. But that's not to say yeah. that, like, saying porn art is bad or, like, whatever, like, mm. nude art or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. it's just, it, it all is what it is, but you still call it that just because, well, we have to classify things. <laughs> just don't, just don't <laughs> throw your nose up at it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, that's the key. Everyone's done it. Everyone's got a dirty book that they don't really want to show anybody that has, like, all these dirty things. <laughs> and sometimes you make money off of it. Uh, a lot that of is times. What it is. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know about For you. For me, no. Because, you know, it's mine. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that makes sense. But, I mean, uh, I, I, I think there's definitely... It's it's interesting, like the that kind of art legit moves faster, you know, than than trying to draw, you know, draw something and convince somebody is awesome. Uh, draw sex, mm-hmm. boom, out the window, like it, it flies. So, you know, yeah. you, you don't even have to twist anybody's arm to convince them to be like, hey, do you want to buy this? It's like, hey, do you have three more copies? And you're like, got you, you know. So oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so well, I feel we're... like you still have to be good, though. You know what I'm saying? What? Mm. Sorry. Go ahead. Still, I feel like you still have to be good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you do. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, obviously. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's not just. Uh, They're just double... like turning their heads on the side. Like, is that a vagina? I don't even know <laughs> I what think, that is. I think. I just... think. Or it's a ham sandwich. It's one yes, of the two. Yes, it's a vagina. <laughs> Upside down triangle in the line. Boom. It's a hamburger. It's know? the baby Jesus. Um, yeah. He's eating a hamburger. Sorry. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like, I would just quickly like to say, um, as my as my closing Dr. Seuss statement, uh, yeah. when it comes to his political cartoons, uh, I said I, I believe that is how he got his start, uh, and I feel like it would be negligent of me to not mention that uh, in these political cartoons, he is a supporter of the internment uh, camps for Japanese Americans during World War II. Oh, uh, or he was oh, before his death. Fuck, um, that's, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So you know, for for any of our viewers who want to look into his his like post war shit or whatever, um, definitely uh, keep that in mind. You know that he did have some some shitty opinions about that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and so don't be shocked when you're like, oh no, the beloved author of horton here's a who drew anti-japanese art it's like yeah no no he did he that was something that he did uh yeah and you know it's just good to recognize those things and just to be realistic about it that that Mm. was something that he did um and one other thing also to kind of clear up another matter um Mm. 
a lot of people say that Horton Hears a Who is actually um, oh, yeah. uh, pro-life. <laughs> so much so that the pro-life movement in the United States uh, actually used uh, a person is a person no matter how small as their slogan for a while. Oh, uh, huh. To the point where uh, Dr. Seuss took them to court and oh, he was wow. like, I'm not cool with that. Uh, oh. and and basically I <laughs> I heard something like Horton Hears a Who was like his apology to like the Japanese internment camp thing but uh, I guess I, I'm also wrong about that like that oh. was kind of like a him kind of clearing that up and being like I get it now but I guess that that's also could be wrong I don't know yeah <laughs> anyway. I actually wasn't sure about that um, yeah I heard something like that but you know what I did not fact check it so scratch what I just said <laughs> Yeah, okay. uh, although, like, okay. uh, but, I mean, that could be true because, like, he did overcome his feelings about that. I know that. Mm-hmm. I know that he did. Um, he didn't oh, really? hold those opinions throughout his life, but he did have those opinions mm-hmm. at that time when it was, right. you know, relevant and impactful. Well, um, I, I think it is important to, you know, in a way with these kind of issues and especially like... Um, so, uh, someone like Dr. Seuss in his time, right? Like, I think there does need to be the the, the room for uh, discussing, like, how does a person, how how does somebody make amends with uh, with doing something that is legit wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Like, is there space for forgiveness for growth? And you know, like, okay, yeah, he he did say some racist things and that was horrible but if he's acknowledging that you know is there room for like forgiveness like how do how do we measure this yeah you know the man grew yeah and and also mm-hmm. i mean the only thing i'll say about stuff like this is mm. if it's not about my community it's not my place to accept an apology that's mm-hmm. true yeah. um mm-hmm. i am not japanese that's it is true. not my place to say like we should forgive people for saying you know, for holding Absolutely. anti-Japanese sentiment. It's not my place. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's true. Uh, however, if somebody says You're something right. that is anti-trans or anti-LGBT, then I am in a position to say, I personally forgive this person for what they did. What, what about yeah. any anti-Toby rhetoric? Uh, they will never be forgiven. Burn them at the stake. Burn them at the stake. <laughs> Tie them up. Burn them. Uh, Anti-Tobies. <laughs> yeah. Anti-Tobies. I, I, don't, I don't play that game. Um, I don't play that forgiveness game with Antito. people. The Antitos. <laughs> no. Antitos. Um, <laughs> um, uh, we are basically... Uh, oh, right. Back to the, the, the Horton Hears a Who. Uh, but yeah, so basically it wasn't about that. And um, years later, his wife ended up giving financial support to Planned Parenthood. So... They, oh, whoa. Yeah. So although they never specifically said... Or, or mm. Seuss himself never said that he was for or against. He he made a point of never making a statement on that. Um, mm-hmm. His estate did donate to Planned Parenthood years later. Um, so yeah, the Horton Hears a Who thing. Uh, he was not uh, outwardly pro-life. So we can take that off the table. And yeah, so Dr. Seuss, wow. complex man with uh, 
That's Damn. a lot more That's to him. Complex, so wacky. Dude. Wow. What the hell? Yep. <laughs> like, taxidermy. I like how he's just like, taxidermy, sex stuff. Yeah. Hey, Politics. I don't like these people. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm, Get um, off my lawn. I'm racist. <laughs> it's oh, like, what? Wait, what? It's, it's, it's a rabbit hole is what it is. I, I don't yeah. know why in my head I'm yeah. picturing Dr. Seuss like Clint Eastwood, you know? <laughs> like, uh, Get off my lawn! I would yeah. love that movie. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Grant Grant Torino, but uh, I have a new Dr. book. Seuss. It's called Horton Hears O. <laughs> I need you to read it. I mean, he does do it. He does sound a bit like a curmudgeon sometimes. So you know, yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. man. Oh, okay. Boy. Well, well. From, I guess that's it, huh? From All right, that cool. roller that's coaster. It. All right, see you guys later. Uh, no. What? No, no, what? you're what's, you're you're up, happening? sir. It's it's, uh, it's it's your time. It's your time, Sketch. What do you have right. for us this week? All right, this is the one time I'm gonna say this stuff. I'm tired of it, sick of it. I don't want to look at it anymore. <laughs> so, so this is like the Zip. final. This is the 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 final kiss <clears throat> goodbye. Kind of. We've pushed back this topic yes, because yes. it just kept, you know, it just kept developing, and I didn't really. Well, for one, I just didn't really want to talk about it because it's so far from like the actual thing of what it is the second people okay all right i'm gonna just like stop delaying the intro <laughs> to this topic it's about nfts uh, <laughs> but, but um the second they started selling other shit like you know the first tweet uh-huh. and like uh-huh. fucking logan paul was like selling his pokemon whatever stuff with this uh, all this dumb shit i was like yeah this has nothing to do with art anymore this is just as dumb as hell like this is just selling off Literally anything you could digitally so that you could move money around. Mm-hmm. And I just hated the idea of it. And I just thought it was like, so like, what the what the fuck does this have anything to do with artwork? Like nothing. It does, doesn't at all. But there is something to talk about it. If you are, you know, the community is still there and they're still selling things. So I guess it is worth talking about. So um, two things that I do want to say it does relate to like, there are the thing that was interesting about it was like um if you're an artist and you're a digital artist and you sell your stuff you probably know uh you know the website um art station yep mm-hmm. yep and um even they got involved in it uh so much so that they actually were working on like having their own market mm-hmm. to sell nfts basically conveniently enough selling it through like their website mm-hmm. art station mm-hmm. which is like I was like, what? That's weird as hell, but okay. And they had to stop it because their, their rationale was kind of ridiculous. And, and, and this is why a lot of people were going back and forth with it. Because if you're an artist, depending on which side you are in art, there's a majority of artists that are like kind of like activists and like, you know, are concerned about the environment. And that's like a big part of like, you know, most of us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say including me too, right? So, for example, when I was considering it, I was really, really like pretty close to actually like getting things set up and I wanted to do it. I sat with my friend um, Ruji and she was like, well, what do you think about, you know, this? I was going to do it and I didn't want to do it. And I was like, what are you talking about? And, and she was and, well, actually, no, I didn't say what cards on the table. I didn't. And I pretended I knew what she was talking about. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, totally, totally like the uh, the, the, the carbon footprint. In my mind, I'm like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? It's just digital shit. 
But if you go into the rabbit hole, the whole idea is um, the thing about like the thing about like the NFT stuff is these when you're when you're listing something that you're going to like let's say sell or whatever um these ledgers that are that are these digital kind of like digital ledgers uh are are calculating all of these like transactions and you can actually get in on that end of it which is like your your mining which is you get paid you get paid to calculate those things like those those transactions because from one transaction, there's like multiple ledgers calculating that thing, and that's why you, 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 you match them all up in blockchain, and that's where it's like that decentralized thing that I talked about last time. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that meant that means computers have to do that stuff, right? Yeah. And currently, if depending on which which market you're like, um, you're you're in, uh, like depending on um uh, what crypto you're using, for what market, uh the argument was like majority of these like mindings are happening in China and they are not like renewable resources to actually power up these computers. So things that are not like, imagine if this like didn't happen and then suddenly like all of these people are like making all these transactions. And so all these computers are, are being used and like basically like, you know, car- our carbon footprint is like, we're erasing everything that we've worked up and <laughs> worked up so far. Mm-hmm. And so people were freaking out and it's like, it's crazy. And, you know, I, I read up on it and I was like, huh. And I was seeing like all these other artists going like, not doing it. Nope. Mm-hmm. I was so close to doing it, but I don't want to because I can't have that on my conscience. And everybody had like their, you know, um, their measurements and stuff. And honestly, I, I, I think everyone's measurements is like, it, it, <laughs> it's kind of insane because depending on wh- what you're reading, what article you're reading, they're either like pro- um, you know, crypto, and they'll they'll kind of like swage you to the other side, mm. or like you know you're like, you know, an activist, and you're going, "This is horrible." <laughs> so like, you really got to like figure out how to weigh all this stuff in, right? Yeah. But in some ways, like, uh, uh, the 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 environmental footprint of like one NFT is like 200 kilograms of like uh, of of carbon emission or whatever. So it's like it's like driving 500 miles in like a gas car, mm. right? which I feel like I'm going to be doing in a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll still feel bad. Um, so you're either going to choose to like, you know, it's, it's, and so a lot of people's arguments is like, you're either going to, you're going to drive the car or someone else is going to do it. Or it's, it's, it's kind of like, right. Like, you know, uh, if you don't get on the plane, the plane's still going to fly. Yeah. Basi- kind of thing. Basically like but, there's, there's money to be made and, you could be losing it or whatever like people are still gonna get on people are still gonna do it right and and the thing about it was like yes like that's also the thing but also like the whole the whole scene is so loud right now like Mm -hmm. it's going bananas and every time i see that i'm like it's gonna pop like (laughs) like it's just a matter of time like you either have to do it way early or you're you're already too late Mm mm-hmm Right. So like when I saw people make like, I don't know, was it like 65 million or something? Some crazy number, 100 something, 5 million. (laughs) And I was like, no, it's it's done. It's too late. No. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But but first of all, uh, I just need to get back to the art station. Art station was interesting because their excuse was their interesting excuse was I'm just scrolling up to the. Oh, okay. 
you can't hear it because um my 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 mouse has like this thing where it just like doesn't rivet like it's just silent it's nice i made sure i didn't <laughs> do it anyway okay our station uh they said so they said they're gonna get into nft and just, but don't worry we'll pay for the carbon offset carbon offsets and it's like uh, that's not how like that's that's not that's a compensation and still that's not an, like that's not how it works yeah <laughs> mm. um it, it it's so crazy that like people are actually having a hard time getting uh video cards because yep. the gpus on video cards are like where you're really where you really can help calculate it and it's wow. like it's there we're out like yeah like people have like run out of resources of getting <laughs> yeah like apparently they're crazy. like two thousand dollars on ebay video cards yeah it's 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 bonkers yeah it doesn't even make sense anyway um so with all this stuff you know like my decision on it was like i don't i don't really want to do like a mad sketch like robot frenzy nft art stuff just because i personally feel like i'm not really going to make anything out of it but also i just i'm i would rather wait till um um somebody like um Ethereum, um, Ethereum's actually doing something to actually like move a lot of their like, I think it's not just a mining like, but like their their whole structure on uh, to to do something a little bit more uh, renewable, but or or like um, I haven't, I haven't gotten to that part. But anyway, <laughs> basically, there there it's gonna take like about a year because I was talking to my brother about it and he. He has a lot of stuff on Ethereum, and he was like, "Well, but they're gonna do this thing," and I was like, "Yeah, when though? Because <laughs> by that time, like, you know, like we've already." So, um, my thing is, if you're thinking of doing uh, NFTs, um, do your own research as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's something to consider, like whether or not it's, you know. Whether or not it's you're okay with the like the non-visual consequence of it, because mm-hmm. the thing is like you can't you can't see it, like you can't see the the possible damage that it could be. Yeah, and, it's an invisible. Or kind you could of just cut until you it's, do. It's until, like um until one day you you do see it though, right? Well, when you do, it's too late. Yeah, like, exactly. And and it's more of like people blaming and not really like you don't really see it. Like you, what you see is like because the problem is is like when time goes by, things start doing this shit. Everyone's blaming each other. Going, oh, it wasn't me. It was this guy. Mm-hmm. Like that's what's gonna happen, right? And that's always what happens, right? Because you don't, you don't, you didn't really see what you actually did, and that's kind of like what we do all the time as humans. So, you know, just kind of like if you're okay with it, do you? But like honestly, like I, I don't really, I don't really feel comfortable with it. Uh, until they actually can kind of fix the way um, blockchain and like you know and and cryptocurrency works, because it's pretty crazy. I mean, from all the things that I've read, it's kind of it's kind of ridiculous. So, and also like I'm in a lot of circles of like activism people, and mm-hmm. it just makes me it just make me feel bad. But like <laughs> they would murder okay. you. <laughs> okay, so let me paint a scenario weird. here for you, Sketch, because I'm just kind of curious. Are you going to use what, what colors are you going to use? Um, but I, you said I, you're going to paint the long. scenario. Uh, what's what colors are you going to use? Pink and Red. white? I don't know. Um, so basically, my, my idea here is what if there was an artist who saw the NFT boom 
right? And he's like, oh, I got to get my feed in this. I got a family to feed and whatever, right? Uh, so he starts doing NFTs and he's doing pretty good. He's making a little bit of bank. Um, and then, you know, um, his buddy, art friend comes out and he's like, hey, asshole, you know, this is, uh, this is like taking a toll on the planet, man. What's up? Well, what are you doing? And he's like, what? But I'm making money. I'm putting food on the table, you know? Um, mm -hmm. how do you, how do you come to terms with that right now, really? If, so, here's my thing. Hmm. If you're, if you're a starving artist, or if you're, if you're an artist, you, let's say you got kids and you, you, this is what you're using and you're having a hard time, you should get, like, you should get a regular job. Like art, art full time should like take off. Like when you know what I mean. Like honestly, man, like art is. I know a lot of people who do art as a side gig until they can actually financially keep them afloat. Mm -hmm. And NFTs is not the only thing that keeps you. Like you, there's there's so many other ways for you to actually make money as an artist. This is not like the only route, and that's why you're like you know like you're desperate. Mm -hmm. It's just that just doesn't make any sense because you still have to sell that shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right. You put it up. It it, it even costs you money to uh, to 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 post it. You know, it, and it's one weird, weird thing I was noticing, and I'm not sure. Like, correct me if I'm wrong here, but like, it seems like for the most part, a lot of these, it's like people aren't really trying that hard to create great art. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's right. just like, hey, it's Alf. In NFT form, remember Alf? Yeah, he but, was funny. But but you know, but that craze can only go for so long. Like yeah. that craze is they've like imagine like the thing that you've just said now. Yeah, they've been doing that for like months now. Yeah, it's kind of late like, though, they, right? Like, and it's and it, and it's as quick as a Vine video or a TikTok. Honestly, it's gonna come and go. Yeah, because our our generation right now, like they get over things so quick. It's literally like five minutes of fame you know what i mean like mm. it's so like as quick as this came it's it's gonna go and that's how kind of how i see it yeah you know yeah. like this is a reason for people to move money around to honestly like this is all it is <laughs> like this is yeah. just there's no actual like thing behind it like it's just i don't know man it's not really uh i mean i think it's not really like about artists you know i think the value is placed in the value that it's sold for so like, you have the uh, the piece that sold for sixty nine thousand dollars or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So then you are like, oh, this is that the the one that like this was the top NF selling NFT of twenty twenty one. It sold for sixty nine thousand. I'm gonna sell it for um, I don't know, like double double the price five years from now or something like that, right? Um, kind of mm -hmm. like with modern art in a way, where it was like the person who owned the piece was more famous than the person who did the piece, you know? Did you know NBA has... The NBA, the National Basketball Association, has a whole NFT, like, market. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I saw uh, that. Like, like, that's like so... it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Right? So, like, how, how long do you think this is going to last? Like, they literally... Nobody, like, even, like, waited or, like... And they literally just, like, bursted the doors open. It's, like... It's... Forget it. It's going to be like, you're going to go, it's going to be too late. Mm. And 
I don't know if you really want to waste all that money. It's like about like at least ten to twenty dollars a pop to like to like it, the gas fee for you to actually list it to the thing. I it would cost me less to post it on Redbubble for God's sakes and sell an actual T-shirt of a graphic on it. Or, yeah, or it would cost it would cost less. Yeah. It actually cost nothing. No, no, like until you yeah like literally it costs you nothing to put post it up there and then that person will actually wear your shirt like as opposed to like putting it up on like on that and then thinking that like you're also gonna get your stuff sold Mm -hmm. but like it costs you like ten dollars to like list it and you still have to like and it's and it's like it's it's in a cryptocurrency like it's in a cryptocurrency basically not even like money money yet yeah. yeah so then when you take it's like all this like stuff that i'm just kind of like i don't know man like if you can't just put one you're gonna put like a whole bunch right like 10 so that's a 100 bucks so let's say you did like a whole series and it costs you like you know a thousand bucks to like list all of that stuff and then nobody bought it mm-hmm. Oof. like i just like i don't really mm-hmm. see like you know what i mean i'd rather sell like stock footage on fucking Shutterstock and just like wait till all that shit gets like used up and I don't literally have to do anything. It, they don't charge you for listing anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, it's just not, there's so many other ways as an artist for you to make money. Mm-hmm. Like a ton of other ways. And yes, like it doesn't give you like that immediate, like $65,000. Bam. You know what I mean? Yeah. But honestly, if you haven't been doing it now, the door is closing. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, it's like I also feel it's, like it's, people are getting the wrong impression from it because I feel like if, like for example, if I were to post something for sale, I'm not going to get sixty nine thousand dollars for it. Nope. You know, and I think people get that misconception yep. where it's like, oh, this is an easy, fast way for artists to make money. It's like, no, you still have to advertise yourself. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's like selling on any other market. Yeah. Like, if you don't have people that want to buy your art right now, what makes you think that people are going to want to buy your art for several thousand dollars? you know yeah like it's it's just crazy because it's it's just like moving it's just like you know i saw a couple of uh uh, people on youtube that like posted their stuff and they also got in the game and they were like i'll buy this and then i'll sell this and i'll buy that and then i'll sell this and i'll list this one and i'll sell this too and it's like i don't know man like just i feel like it's the same pattern of same problem that's happening and i just don't want to get caught up in all that and you know, like lose more than what I came in with. And it's just like, no, I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just seems a little, just seems a little weird for me. You, you want to be, but, you want to be an artist, not a gambler. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not trying to get into like a market. I'm just trying to put my work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not really, I don't know, man. Hey, that's Tag crystal, <laughs> that's crystal <laughs> clear. Um, so, NFTs will rest in peace from now on, right? Okay. Like, so, uh, I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's not done yet. So, yeah. We might have to talk about what it's going to be later on. But, um, for now. Anyway, for now. if you're interested in it, I'm not saying like you're like the devil or something like that. Like, honestly, just read up on it and make sure that your, your consciousness is clear about what you're about to do. Um, and, you know, good luck. I hope uh, I hope you make a lot of money. There we go. See, e- even though he doesn't notice he- that when I said that it had nothing to do with art, that's yeah. kind of what makes me so mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that that's fair, dude. 
that's fair. Uh, and uh, definitely, I mean, <laughs> hey, we can definitely keep the conversation going if you if you are if you do want to talk about it, by all means, get back to us, and you know, we'll we'll hit you back. It, it, I think there's obviously a lot a lot of room for nuances and stuff like that. Um, but I mean, we do only have one planet. We got to make the best. You know, we got to treat it the best, right? So that's nice the way to I it, see you it. Assholes. Yeah. So, uh, Toby, what? I need I need your help here. So, oh, no. what exactly am I? Uh, what am I? What am I doing? What am I going to be talking about here, Tobes? Say it. You no. Because <laughs> this was Toby's no. idea. That's why I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, uh, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was my idea. Um, yeah. Okay, go for it. Fine. So this this asshole. Uh, was hey, trying to find some way to make an excuse to talk about wrestling on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and Sketch and I didn't want to give it to him. But then I was like, you know what? If you really, really want to try to make this work, you really want to do this, I'm going to be nice. So I gave Alvaro Sketch the challenge give it to him. that he has to convince Sketch and I mm-hmm. that wrestling and art there is a connection <laughs> oh oh man and it has to be you have to make us not even question it like there is no question and i should warn right. you right yeah. now we are nearing the yeah. hour and i am not willing <laughs> to edit a two-hour podcast so you better have your points yeah. ready <laughs> wow yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, obviously we'll go over though, the hour, uh, but you know. Yeah. 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 But yeah, yeah. Uh, but also to be to be fair, I I casually watch wrestling, but I still don't agree that that should be talked in this in this okay. podcast. But okay. But go ahead. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well. All right. First, the first off the bat, um, <laughs> would you guys consider theater art? Yes. Okay. Yes. So this is essentially just combat theater, right? Oh, he's going for that route. Okay. Um, <laughs> off the bat, wrestling is... I, I do see it as an art form. Now, there is there is something to be clear and concise here, though. Has the art form been tarnished and, you know, has it become the lowest common denominator in a lot of cases? Yes, absolutely. Um like we were talking about earlier at the 90s how fucking weird it was there was some garbage content on and like especially the most mainstream one uh wwe and uh wcw there was some really garbage content out there and it was like the lowest common denominator for entertainment hand to my heart i'll say that and yeah i'm a bit of a wrestling fan as well however you know just because they were trying to appeal to the 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 common man uh doesn't negate the fact that (laughs) It's essentially you have storytelling elements there. You have uh, characters. You have stories. You know. Uh, you you have crowd interaction as well because the crowd feeds to the narrative of what's going on in the match as well. So you do have that interaction. It, it demands your you know your interaction. A bad match is one where the crowd's sitting on their hands. Or they're looking at their cell phones and they don't even care. Uh, but if you have a guy who's getting booed out the building, and or you got one guy who's like being cheered, you know, to like everybody's ecstatic that they, they've arrived, right? You know, that's uh, 
that's an emotional response, right? And what I'm seeing nowadays as well with a lot of, well, a lot more of the contemporary wrestling and stuff like that, especially the stuff from uh, Japan and uh, UK and, and even some of the indie circuits here in North America, you do have more conscious, like conscious wrestlers who who are trying to do bigger things, right? Uh, and, and, and I mean, take, take for instance, um, the 30-year journey of The Undertaker, Mark, Mark Calloway. That mm-hmm. was, like, he, he lived and breathed that character, The Undertaker. And he convinced everybody for 30 years that he was a dead man who then, you know, <laughs> became a hero who then became a satanic cult leader, who then became a motorcycle bike rebel, who then died again, <laughs> rose back from the dead. Uh, you know, like... Okay, the, okay, but wait, I have a question. Yeah, All yeah. Right. Does that not just make it entertainment rather than art? Is art not... Can art not be entertaining? Well, that's what I'm saying, is I don't think something that is entertainment is necessarily art. Like, mm-hmm. I think that something that is art can be entertaining, mm-hmm. and something that is entertaining can be art, but the two do not always have to go hand in hand. Yeah. But Ooh. to do that, you know, with, with the entrance, with the music, with the in-ring work, with with the storyline being told, I mean, I got to tell you, um, as a fan, you know, as a little boy, you know, wrestling was just like, yay, uh, larger-than-life characters. It wasn't until 1997, I want to say, because me and my brother, uh, we were huge Undertaker fans. And what, like, put us over with, like, wrestling and what, like, made us come back was Undertaker and Kane. That whole story. And, like, yeah, you could look back at it and be like, oh, that's 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 silly and that's stupid and there's plot holes and whatever. But that story really had us like oh my god i want to see what happens next with like undertaker and his lost brother kane who like survived a fire and came back burned and you know like that there was a story going on there you know and maybe we were just like kids who ate too much fruit loops cereal and were hyped on sugar but like we we really fell in love with that kind of narrative and the fact that like undertaker and kane kept that narrative going across the years as well and you know, it wasn't always the best one, but the fact that they've co- they committed to that narrative, I mean, and that that's pretty cool, man. You know that that's pretty cool, and you you know it it shows it definitely shows a love for it, right? Because on, on one hand, yeah, you can take the 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 low route and you know do some overtly you know um, sexist character, overtly racist characters, and yeah, that that's 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 low, right? Like, but like. The fact that you do have people there who are really committed to telling these stories to engage the audience and to create something larger than life, I mean, I, I think it's it's kind of it kind of pays a disrespect, like a disservice to the sacrifice that they do, especially putting their bodies on the line to tell these kind of stories, you know? Okay, so then I have another question. Mm. Where is the line between sports and art? The sport because, is the physical aspect of the wrestling, right? And because because here, here's the thing. Here's what I want to know. Here's yeah. why I'm asking this. Mm-hmm. Is because some people argue mm-hmm. that you know, a, like 
gymnastics are, are an art or figure mm-hmm. skating is an art or, mm-hmm. you know, insert any other pretty sport is an art, mm-hmm. right? So where is the line? Well, it's interesting because with uh, with wrestling, it's not it, it, you have to be athletic to do it and to perform in ring. Mm-hmm. But it's not it's not like a, a sport system where, you know, you're um, you're you're graded by judges on how on on how you do as a match. And that's how you win the title. It's really more on, you know, a, a company will see who do they want their champion to be? Who do they want their guy to be the guy right now? Who do they want to send? Like, who do they want to close a show with and uh, have the guy with his arms raised in victory? What story are you telling? Right. Can I, can I add Mm. to it? Yeah. Uh, I find that like wrestling likes to comment on like things that we kind of like, like that's, they're kind of topical. Yeah. In that they they will take something that, you know, like America hates right now, and then they'll literally like personify a character of all of that, and then actually like spit at you, and get like get you mad at it. So they like focus all this hate on like this one character, and then that guy eventually like will win a bunch of times, and you'll get even more mad about it until the thing loses, the guy loses, and everybody is just like it's like this huge joy. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a movie. I, I find that like wrestling has something more to do with like movies than they are actual sports. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like they're more like stuntmen that have lines. Why are you making this easier actually... for him? I'm sorry. I I I I'm, I'm but, you know I I wanted to make it harder, but like I was the entertainment thing was a good point. But the thing about it though is that. I'm still kind of working my my other side my my on the other hand. <laughs> yeah. So continue, Toby. No, no, no. But like, I, and look, the thing is, even even if I say like wrestling is an art, does that mean it's for everybody? Absolutely not, though. I I I can tell you exactly why you should not watch wrestling, right? Like, why? Totally. Well, there there are some horrible characters that they portrayed there. You know, it it just you know pushed it, it pushes uh, really awful narratives, uh, especially especially the mainstream uh, companies. They they pushed really bad narratives and stuff like that, it, which was awful, right? Like people are watching this, and words have power. You know, most people can't like uh take like the Straight Edge Society by CM Punk, right? He was a bad guy who has like this Straight Edge cult. Who's telling you, get this, you shouldn't drink and you shouldn't smoke. It's bad for you. Right? Yeah, and he was, yeah. <laughs> he was the bad guy. <laughs> he was the bad guy. You know what I mean? Like, But people will watch that knowing that he is the villain and be like, well, now I'm going to double down on that smoking and <laughs> drinking, right? Which is which is bad for you. Like, you know, um I think to a degree, some of the crowd, not everybody, there's smarts, there's smart marks out there, obviously, shout outs to all you smarks. Um, There's obviously people who can watch this and understand what's going on in the ring and not, you know, be like, apply it, right? But some people would look at, say, like the Iron Sheik or uh, Vladimir Kozlov, you know, and be like, erg, those immigrants, erg, and that's where, you know, especially with the big two, the mainstream ones, like... 
other companies don't really push that shit, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, it, it, it is dying, think... right? It That kind of idea and that, that way of portraying mm-hmm. the, the bad characters, you know? Like, God, there were even uh, characters back in the day who, like Goldust, initially was a heel because he was, quote-unquote, weird. And, like, you know, fuck off with that shit, right? <laughs> like, that's bad. But the fact yeah. that, you know, now in wrestling you have transgender transgender wrestlers you have gay wrestlers you have lesbian wrestlers cool you know we we we, we're moving past that right Mm -hmm. um but before back in the day that they did push really bad narratives and i can i can totally i i can totally admit that you know just because i I, you know much like dr seuss you do have to look at something for everything it is you know warts and all you know you know the you know the problem that i have with wrestling though Hmm. Is that like? I feel like as a person, like in some to some people, there's like a shelf life of it, because when you kind of like see other entertainment, it is like they do the same stuff over and over. I find, and it's like you have to like really mm-hmm. like drink the Kool Aid for you to actually be like compelled by a lot of the stuff that they do. Because when you're like not into it, you're like, how is like a quote unquote undead guy? Mm-hmm. All his dream is to be a champion. Like he's <laughs> undead. What the fuck does that have to do with about it? it right. Yeah. And so like, that's kind of like the problem that I find with like, with like wrestling is that I don't want to say hokey because it's, it's, it's kind of like something else. Yeah. But that's kind of where I have a hard time with like kind of treating it as like an art because, you know, there's levels to this. The suspension like of disbelief with, uh, that you need? Well, I think, like, where you can take, like, wrestling, you maximize, you can try to maximize it as much as you can within that squared circle. But, like, I don't know, man. Like, yeah. I, I honestly don't know how much you can actually um, tell. Well, I consider this. I think a really good match is, is a match that doesn't need <clears throat> uh, the character's backstory of the last six months the the best matches that that we have are matches where anybody could watch them and you can understand exactly based on crowd reaction based on you know color cues of their costumes uh, of their like stance of their demeanor and of the in-ring work of the match as the match flows you can understand what the story is being told here right um the best the best wrestlers are able to do that i mean bret hart versus uh stone cold steve austin submission match wrestlemania 13 right like the uh the story was being told in the ring right the the switch between bret being the the good guy and austin being the bad guy then having the 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 crowd switch over right um hogan Mm -hmm. versus the rock at the at wrestlemania 18 in Toronto, you know, again, the same kind of narrative going on there. Uh, because you're right when you do look into the backstory and like the narrative of the buildup for the match. Yeah. There's holes there. You, you could find plenty of holes, right? Um, okay. But mm. do, you, do you think about like when there's like an NBA and there was like a crazy moment mm-hmm. and like the thing or like, you know, let's go to like an entertainment, like, I don't know, like a like a fight scene or something like that in like you know a Jet Li movie or something like that. Like, like how is that? 
like how are like moments versus like like how is a moment an art and not like a, a memorable moment that happened in history so does that make yeah, sense so so you're asking huh? here how is a moment that you exp- i'm mr teeter back and forth like i, I yeah yeah i'm just well the devil's advocate consider here. that a moment of what you're experiencing right like you see something and you're you're experiencing something is that what you're that what you're implying right mm-hmm. but i mean that that happens across every single art right when you hear that song for the first time that really like when that hook hits and you're like, Oh damn, that's, that's a moment. You know, mm-hmm. uh, when you, when you see the 16th chapel for the first time in your life with your own eyes, that's a moment. You know, the fact that in a, in a way wrestling is trying to create these bigger moments for you doesn't deter it from it being an art. If anything, really good art, should give you a really good moment that stays with you. Okay. I have a final question. Mm. <laughs> and then we should wrap it up. Okay. Okay. Based upon your argument, Alvaro. Yep. That means the Kardashians are art. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, oh, so essentially, on. anything that has art in service of it is art itself well i mean consider this quote wrestling is one of the last forms of shakespeare in a round the crowd is watching men and women tell stories through physicality with an audience at a 360 degree setting artists Uh use paint to create art on canvas we use our fist and feet to create art on a canvas it's art that's a very broad view of art (laughs) <laughs> but once again with that view uh survivor is art so mm. do you agree with that yeah that's horrible because because I, I don't i don't agree with that i don't agree. well i mean they are a bit different because there's no live audience for survivor though no but there are still writers that contribute to it and an entire creative con- team yeah. that contributes to it to create a narrative for the audience that is watching mm. it yeah, but there's True. it's not based on the live audience. Like matches change based on audience reaction. Mm-hmm. You so know, is it like, the live th- element that makes it art? Then I would say so, because you come there to see uh. to see it, right? Like if so if you're if... watching from TV, you could definitely say that it's no different than these TV shows for sure. But if you're there, if you're watching uh, the live shows as well, they're they're not on TV. They're they're strictly you know the house shows they're counting on the audience interaction to kind what of what about flash mobs <laughs> what, what, what about the i mean they dance what about flash dance mobs is, are they dance is an art now yeah what about if coronavirus prevents us from ever watching wrestling live again yeah is it oh. still art yeah yeah why I, I would say so well i mean there was the uh wrestlemania was held in front of a live audience that was pretty neat but uh i hope there's not too many cases of corona that came from that weekend but uh, but i but mean we like no knock on if, wood if um, the live element is what makes it art what if you take away that element is it still art 
I would say so because the community is definitely very much interactive with the uh, the wrestlers, like especially a, um, especially like AEW, which is really really cool in the sense that they they allow their their wrestlers to be as diverse as possible and interact with the fans more. There's like there's tons of wrestlers who have Twitch streams. There's wrestlers who are on Instagrams and they do IG lives. Oh, there are. There you we know, go. There's another question. So then, therefore. Yeah. Are the girls who post videos on Twitch artists? <laughs> well, I mean, doing depends on what they're doing. Uh, are you saying that like this is so crazy. anything with a live audience cannot be art? Is that what you're trying? I'm to I'm just going here? based on your the argument you're trying to make. Yeah, I'm just poking holes because that's what, what are you, that's that's my entire. What, what are you trying to here. What are you trying to say here? Because like I'm trying think, to get you. Because to boil your what, points what, down. What I need to make clear here is that, like, if somebody is painting on Twitch, yeah, of course that's art. Okay, if but wrestlers somebody... aren't painting. But, like, okay, but if there's, like, a, a burlesque show on uh-huh. Twitch, that's art. It is. Because you know? dancing it is, is, art. Is, is an art yeah. form. It's been established. Yeah. Wrestling has not been established. It's been established as a sport. But it has yeah. never been categorized officially as an art form because i do feel like you are yeah. trying to really like push the goalpost away from it because you don't like it right and that's cool but that's like because that, like I'm of our, telling my you, entire point yeah. was that you have to argue <laughs> that was the entire point right. of this but you have i to can't convince me. i can't convince you to like wrestling because i know that wrestling is not for everybody you know yeah. what i mean however like seeing the work that is put into it uh, seeing seeing the creativeness that it goes into the matches, uh, seeing the crowd reaction, seeing the 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 impact that it has with the people, you know, uh, like it stays with people, right? Like to negate that is it, it would be oversimplifying it, right? Because like there are TV shows and there's Twitch streams, right? And they're great and whatever, but like they don't stay with you. You don't talk about them ten years, twenty years later, right? Like, this is something that hey, really man, I'm still thinking about Boston Rob together. from Survivor all these years later. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, you, you dick. Um, but, you know, like this, this really does like leave an impact on people for a reason because it tells a bigger story. It tells a story that's larger than life and, and it's, you know, it's being played out right in front of you, you know? Everybody remembers their first wrestling show. Everybody remembers their, like, first mania. You know, people make trips from across the globe just to be there as part of the audience, you know? So it it, it does kind of transcend more so than just, you know, just a... It, it, it stays with people more than movies, and movies are a definitive form of art. Mm-hmm. You know? Interesting. You guys make... Really, really good right. points. However, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Because I love Alvaro, not yeah. because I agree. <laughs> um, I will concede that it is art for you, and yeah. whatever makes you happy makes me yeah. happy. Well, yeah, because dude, I guess I love it. you or something. <laughs> Oh well, yo, I appreciate it, well, man. You, but you like, could like it, and you can, and, and, and I go both ways. I mean, <laughs> listen, I, look, let's scratch as that. I, as I said again, um, 
wrestling is not for everybody. There are it's it can be problematic. It can be low. Like I can I, like I I see that. I don't watch that and and think like, oh yeah yeah everybody should watch this. You know like no no. Wait, he like, totally kicked his ass. Like it, it, it it's, <laughs> it's like, definitely no, something that you know you either grew up with, or you kind of get into right. But the fact is, the the fact that wrestling is changing so much to the point where, you know, we do have more inclusivity in wrestling. And it's getting more, like, female viewers. It's getting more uh, uh, gay and lesbian viewers. It's getting transgender viewers. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Like, that's really cool. And mm-hmm. if, it can, if it can do that, I think you can definitely see it evolve more into a greater form of art. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I, I will give you your happiness uh having said that though we yes. are not talking it about it on, about it on this podcast yet. <laughs> no 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 it's, it's okay it's okay <laughs> i had a i had a time it. it it was it was good trying to bring it up but and for sure uh-huh. it, alvaro that was a great that was a great that was a great effort yes. on like representing like the the wrestling community on your views about uh, uh wrestling i thought it was really uh cool you really pulled out all the guns I had my own points. Yeah. If I was on your shoes, I had like things I wanted to yeah. kind of say because the way the angle that I was going to shoot for was a bit different. But there is like the the struggle with 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 wrestling where it's posing as a real sport, mm-hmm. and it's like it, you know, and that's kind of the that's kind of the hard part about that. But but I get it. Yeah, I know it's cool. Yeah. Um, if you guys want to talk yeah. about that more, if yeah. you are on the side of like, yeah, wrestling is art, then. Mm-hmm. Uh, let us know let us know on instagram let us know on discord uh on our website please yeah yeah totally because because again these are these are open spaces and i think it's it's more more fun to like keep the conversation going exactly yeah and uh if you have any fun stories regarding wrestling or dr seuss or you know nfts or whatever or all three or if or you're getting together NFTs for some reason. yo if, <laughs> if you have if you have an illustration that you're selling as an nft where it's dr seuss's uh was it horton here's who is body slamming <laughs> the grinch uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> the grinch <laughs> and yeah yo like hit us up let us know uh and hit us up and know. i will shame you for having an nft Ugh, i'm just kidding i don't <laughs> But yeah, let us know, and uh, it'd be pretty cool to hear from you guys. Maybe read one of your stories that you send in to us. Um, yeah. As a reminder, still cool with listening to your uh, life drawing stories, if you want to send us in one of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and are yes, we still taking do. pics? Always, always. Always, always. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Hey. There you go. Have you, uh, have you ever wondered, when you look down <laughs> in your pants, and you're like, is this big? <laughs> I think it's big. Take a picture of it and send it to us. Send your dicks at whereyourfriends.ca. Mm-hmm. And I'll, Toby here yeah. will give you an assessment. Mm-hmm. We'll let you know. Give you a good review. Well, yeah. we'll give you a review. Yes. A it review. Depends. It's up. It's up to Toby whether it's a glowing review or a scathing review. Yeah. But either way, you will get a response, and at least you will know yep. what's going on down in that trunk yeah from a professional there we go there we go professional of what i won't say we uh we (laughs) did go over time here so if you guys survived this thank you very much for staying uh we are back next week with a bit of a milestone so yeah we'll catch you guys on the flip side listen to that and uh just remember whether you're into dr seuss nfts or wrestling you're never really alone 
because, because we're your friends. 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 Hells, yeah, have a great night. Stay <laughs> safe yeah. out there. Good night. Good night. Peace. Bye.